0: You're listening to Breathe, Focus, Repeat, a podcast about business ownership and self-discovery. I'm Brooke Monahan. I help people simplify their work so they can breathe and focus on what they love. And in this podcast, I tell my story as a brand new business owner and shed a light on what it really takes to make it happen for yourself. I'm so excited to now be part of HoneyBook's educator program, allowing me to give my listeners 50% off of their first year with HoneyBook. HoneyBook is an amazing client management program that allows you to create automated workflows and communications, manage projects in a collaborative space with your clients, take payments, and more. HoneyBook also comes with a bunch of amazing templates, including contracts and proposals, so you can stop worrying about creating all of your documentation from scratch and get straight to the fun part. To get 50% off of your first year with HoneyBook, go ahead and follow the link in the show notes. By purchasing through my link, you support me personally and help me as I continue to produce the show. Hey guys, thank you for joining me for the fourth episode of Breathe, Focus, Repeat. I am excited to be recording this episode, and before I even get started, I just want to call attention to something that is probably very obvious to you, which is the sound quality of today's episode. You may be thinking to yourself, maybe Brooke finally upgraded and got like a new mic or something. The answer to that is no, I always had this mic. I just was talking into the wrong side of it. So um, yeah, there's that. So if you needed any more indication of the fact that I have no fucking idea what I'm doing, um you know just let that let that just set in um (laughs) So anyway, before we get started with what I want to talk about today, I do just want to mention a couple of things. If you've been listening to the show and you have been enjoying it, um, your reviews and ratings and iTunes make an enormous difference to the show, and I would really appreciate if you would go to iTunes, leave me a rating and a review. It would mean the absolute world to me. Also, if you are not already, go ahead and find me on Instagram. I am at Briggs monahan That's B-R-I-G-G-S-M-O-N-A-G. G-H-A-N. My full name is Brooke Briggs Monahan, by the way. Um, That's the best place to keep in touch with me um, and kind of see all of the other content that I'm putting out there as I continue to document, um, you know, this journey of mine as a new entrepreneur. Um, So if you are watching me, you know, if you're watching me on Instagram, then you know that over the past week, Um, actually the past two weeks, I've been kind of sharing my own personal experience with really, really simplifying my own work. And that is something that has really gotten my gears turning in a new direction and shed a lot of light on my own personal sort of goal in all of this and given me a lot of clarity around what it is that I want to offer people and what it is that I'm doing. Um, You may have seen on Instagram that I did a five-day training, like a mini training series, which by the way, if you missed that, if you go to my website and you put your email in to subscribe to my email list, I will send you a PDF guide of that training. But that training actually came from, I mean, it's something that I've done with people before, and it's something that I've done for myself before, but that really, I honed in on, on those five um, steps by doing it myself the week prior and personally cutting like 20 hours of, out of my work week of just like bullshit, like mindless shit and also just like work that I had basically created for myself that actually was not important. And so... As I did that and I saw people's responses to it, I got a lot of clarity around how everything that I'm doing kind of fits together. And I wanted to talk about that today in this episode, um, talking about authenticity, branding, and niching down. Before I get into that though, I want to shed light on something because I really don't want to go into these episodes acting like I have My shit together. I mean, I guess the fact that I was talking into the wrong side of this mic, um, maybe is an indication of the fact that I really don't have my shit together. Like, but, (laughs) you know, I have show notes in front of me. Like, I want to get to a point in these episodes, but I don't want to only show you those, like, you know, these little highlights of like my, you know, explicit points because I just, think that it kind of flies in the face of what I'm trying to do. So before I get into this, let me just tell you this. Um I had a really really shitty uh like few days a couple of days ago. Um and I have found myself in this sort of like roller coaster um of just emotion as I as i am working for myself and trying to figure my shit out and just wobbling and feeling like i'm constantly trying to hone in on what i'm doing and you know sometimes it feels like i'm honing in for the better and and i shouldn't give a fuck but other times i start to judge myself and feel like you know you don't even know what you're doing and you're all over the board and everyone thinks that you're all over the board and like fucking focus you know like figure it out and stick with something um and i have found that what keeps happening is i hit these highs of like everything feels like it's going really well and i feel like i have it together and like maybe this could be going in a really great direction and that lasts for a couple of days and then it is usually followed by at least one day of like pretty significant lows And those lows are really everything that I ever used to think that stopped me from starting my business coming back to me. And definitely had a night earlier this week where I was really feeling like you don't know what you're doing. Like there are other people out there who are already providing the content that you think is so important for you to provide. What makes you think that you even need to be doing this? Like it's not original. you know, it's not important. You're not doing, you're not providing it in a great way. Um, your podcast is shit. Like your, you know, everything that you're doing is shit. And like, everyone's laughing at you. People, I have a lot of Instagram followers who are people who I just know from real life. They're not necessarily people who would be interested in my services. But of course, my Instagram is to communicate what I do to people. And so what, communicate what I do for people. Um, to everybody and you know sometimes i just feel like you know you're making everybody listen to this shit, and it's like such a joke like you know it's cute that you think that you can do this and this isn't a real thing and you're just you're just making yourself busy and and making yourself making this hobby into something more than it really is and it's not gonna last and it's gonna fail and it's stupid (laughs) Is how i oftentimes feel and the other thing that i i don't know that i've mentioned it on the show yet but i really want to say this is that like i was talking to a couple of people i have a couple of people who are going to be coming on the podcast as guests which i'm really excited about both of them either just left their day jobs or are going to be leaving their day jobs like at the end of the week, the week that I'm recording. So by the time this, this comes out, um, the other one will have already left and they're going to be coming on and giving you their perspective. But one thing that I can tell you runs true for everybody, every one of us, and I've heard it from everyone that I've talked to about this is that your first like experience with, you know, becoming self-employed and doing this is like a feeling of wanting to fucking barf all the time. Like I can't I can't tell you, I feel like my entire life was like me clicking up the roller coaster like like just like the click, 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 click phase. That was like most of my life and at least the first month of self-employment i felt like i was just falling like holding my stomach about to hurl i am freaking the fuck out and if you're listening to this because you have maybe wanted to do something for yourself and you it just seems so scary that you can't imagine doing it i just want you to know that like it's going to be really fucking scary. And and don't take being scared as an indication that you shouldn't be doing it. Being scared is just an indication of the fact that you're on to something. Um being scared is a really good sign because it means that you're doing things differently from how you did them before. The way that you always used to do things was the way that kept you in that life that you didn't want. And if you're doing things differently, it's going to be scary. And you should look at that as a good thing because it means that you're changing things in a really big way, in a way that is so foreign to you that it's scaring the fucking life out of you. And just know that, you know, that that fear, um the fear is real but it's not an indication of the fact that you should turn back so before i go into my point of today's episode i really wanted to call attention to those things because when i tell you that like i've been doing this for 2 months i'm finally getting to the point where like i'm i'm actually consistently making an okay amount of money um it's not what i was making before but like I'm making money and it's okay and I could I could definitely sustain for a little while like this without growing too much more. Um but there are a lot of times where I really doubt myself and and what I have done here. <laughs> so just know that and you know, I try to share a little bit of that on Instagram, but I think that I'm going to really try to share a lot more of it because unfortunately what happens is that when those moments pop up it's really hard to dismiss it and it feels very real and those are the moments where I feel like no one wants to hear anything that I have to say and so it's natural that I don't share those and I think that in my own sort of pushing forward with you know moving past those moments of fear or dismissing those voices of doubt, one of the things that I need to do is share those moments with people because it is one of those ways that I can maybe try to silence that voice that is telling me that no one wants to hear that shit. Um, so I just wanted to put a spotlight on that for a minute and before I got into, you know, the the point of all of this. So when I First started this business, and this is kind of what I wanted to get at in this episode. I had a lot of thoughts about what it was going to be like. And things have evolved in a way that I never expected. I think that's something that's so fucking important to remember, and in in the moment it is so hard to remember. And I am really, really, really bad at remembering this, but it's so important to remember that like your whatever it is that you want to do it is never going to evolve into what it could potentially be and into its full potential without you starting at imperfect right like my business is changing a lot and i've already shifted in a couple of ways and i know that it's for the better and i never would have gotten there if i had tried to just i never possibly could have started with this. I needed to go through the shit in order to get it to this. I needed to try it in the ways that it didn't work in order to learn what does work. And, um, when I first started the business, I really thought that like my plan was I was going to take on whatever work I needed to in order to get by and be self-employed. So at the time I was thinking I was going to do some virtual assistant work. I was going to walk dogs. And then I would get experience working with like online business owners and and you know entrepreneurs through the virtual assistant work and then once I had enough experience and those connections then I thought I would slowly build up my clientele. I would slowly build up my consulting business. I would slowly back off of the virtual assistant work. And then they would just perfectly cross over each other. And I would end up with this beautiful balance (laughs) where like suddenly I am consulting. Also, I was thinking really hard about the value of the content that I was putting out there. And I was trying to sell myself as an expert. I only wanted to put out content that would give people results in their business. I was really concerned with my brand. I didn't know what my brand was. um, (laughs) But I was concerned with like what it should be. And I didn't know how everything I wanted to do could possibly fit together. How could I want to help people with the operational side of their business, want to help people simplify their work, but also want to tell the story of being a new entrepreneur and being transparent about the way that I was struggling? Because if I was telling the transparent, authentic story, then I thought I didn't look like an expert, and so therefore no one was going to want to work with me as a consultant. What? actually happened was this I did not take a single virtual assistant job (laughs) Um, I started interviewing for them and I saw a pattern in those interviews that I just could not it wasn't even like a thought it was just like it came out of me to just be like I think you're missing the point of your problem. (laughs) I'm actually really good at like root cause analysis and like understanding what the root of people's problems are, especially in their businesses. And people are coming to me asking me to do things for them as a virtual assistant. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think that that's really what you need help with. Um, And also it was shit that I didn't want to (laughs) do because guess what? Like, I don't want to be a fucking virtual assistant. So, you know, good information. So... I would come back to those interviews or go back. You know, My response to those requests was something like instead of me doing that work for you as a virtual assistant, why don't we work together on a system to eliminate the need for a virtual assistant? And I started creating systems for people because I thought at the time that that was the only way that I could be really provide much value to them. So they wanted a virtual assistant. I could see a need for a system or a process or just better organization that would eliminate the need for the virtual assistant to begin with. So my response was I will create that system and I will give it to them. And then what started happening is people were not using the systems. (laughs) And I was surprised. And I obviously should not have been looking back on it. Like at the time I was frustrated and I didn't understand it and I was surprised. And now I look back on it and I'm like, why were you surprised? Because I worked in retail for 10 years almost. And in retail, you work in environments where the company has given you all of these tools and systems that are supposed to work for you and make your life easier and allow you to have the information that you need and make things more effective and Nine times out of 10, the difference between the really successful stores and the stores that are like operating in chaos is that like a lot of people just don't use them for one reason or another. Um, They're there and people choose not to use them. And what I noticed in my consulting work and kind of ran parallel to what I saw in my retail work was that. People have a lot of habits in their work that are really hard to break. And even if you have the perfect system to simplify your work, if you can't bring yourself to slow down and change up the way that you're working, those systems will not do anything for you. And in fact, like you're not going to use them because you're not used to it. It's not the way that you work. You just default back to the way that you've always done things. So I was frustrated at the time, and I didn't understand why people were so intent on making things so fucking hard for themselves. And then I realized, um, as I have shared with you guys in one of my previous episodes, I was making everything hard on myself. <laughs> I was working all day until I couldn't and then burning myself out and then like sitting in depression all weekend and just making everything hard on myself. And I was working constantly. I was jam packing my schedule with like back to back to back shit and everything that I needed to get done. I was doing all of that in an effort to build the value of my business and what I was offering and try to control the future of my business by doing all of the things exactly right all the time. And I felt like if I didn't have work to do, then, you know, I must be missing something. I'm a failure because my business isn't real if it's not keeping me busy all the time. All of the successful people are working all the time. Like, if I don't have work to do all the time, then I'm not making money and this isn't a real business. And I would look for what else there was to do, frantically trying to find the additional work that I could fill my day with to try to, quote, be productive and, like, you know, If I have time, then I should be doing more because my business isn't there yet. So there's got to be something else to do. Or I would fill that time with mindless shit. So time would come up in the day and you know i'm like scrolling through instagram i'm obsessing over my insights i'm obsessing over my like website you know uh analytics i'm checking my email again like just to see if like i have anything else that i need to respond to or anything else that came in i'm looking at and editing my website again i'm perfecting like the most minor little things in my workflows again and it was compulsive behavior and a lot of the stuff that was filling my time was just mindless shit and like What I learned through that is that if you are in that mode of just being like, of constantly like working just a hundred miles an hour, then you might have the time in your day, but you're not even going to realize it because it is just instantly going to be like sucked up by all of your habits, all of your mindless habits and compulsive habits And so I realized that I was experiencing exactly what I was seeing in my clients. My work habits were controlling my days instead of me controlling my days. I was not being mindful of how I was spending my time. I was not being intentional throughout the day. I was not allowing myself to do what I wanted to do with my free time. Thus, every spare moment was consumed with something mindless. And suddenly, it all just started to click. And it started to click right before I started sharing my experience with me trying to simplify my work, which I was doing over the past few weeks on my Instagram. So I worked through a lot of the reasons for why I was compulsively working on my own. Um, And a lot of it came down to the fact that I felt like I didn't deserve to rest. I felt like if I wasn't working my ass off, then it wasn't real. And like if I hadn't wasn't making enough money yet, then I didn't deserve to have free time. Um, That was a very real feeling. And I went into a Q and A call in the mentorship program that I'm in, and it, which is the I've mentioned Tiffany Hahn in this podcast I think in every episode because I'm just low key like in love with her and obsessed with her mostly because she changed my life. But um, I went into a Q and A call in that mentorship program, and Tiffany told me. Uh, You should do a time audit this week and take people through the process with you. And I was like, holy shit, of course I should. Like, of course. I mean, like, also, she's just just like a genius with this stuff. So I was like, anything that you say to do, like, of course, I'm going to try it. But it was just such a good idea. And so I was like, I'm going to follow the exact process that I would put other people through. And that is the five-step process that I've been sharing on my Instagram, if you guys have seen that at all. Um, and like the five-step process that, like I said, I have a PDF that I'll send you if you want to give me your, your email. But anyway, um, also, this is exactly what I see other people do that I'm frustrated by. And everything that I want to do and say is related because in my podcast, I want to show people how the traditional narrative around entrepreneurship is bullshit and is doing us a disservice by keeping us out of action. I want to show people that by sharing, I want to show people that by sharing what it is actually like while I am doing it. So that's my solution to that is like, I'm going to tell the story of what it's like to actually be a new entrepreneur because of the fact that I think that that narrative is bullshit. In my business, I want to help people simplify their work. And I've always said that so that they can find more time to focus on the things that they love. Maybe the way to do that was is also to share what it is actually like to just do that. Like exactly what I'm doing on my podcast, maybe I need to be doing that with the, you know, simplifying your work message that I have wanted to show people from day one. And maybe I need to just show people that I can work half as much I can get even more work done. It's okay. And here's how I'm doing it. And like right now this week, I will be working half as much as I was two weeks ago. And I am getting more done and I am making more money. So showing people how I'm doing that. And also... It turns out that the traditional narrative about entrepreneurship, work, and productivity, so like I talk about in my podcast, that traditional narrative about entrepreneurship doing a disservice to us, well, guess what? The traditional narrative about entrepreneurship, work, and productivity is still working against us, even once we become self-employed, because many of us have created these false beliefs for ourselves that we must be working all the time, that busy is good and admirable, that you should be maximizing your time for work and not for your own life. And the only people who deserve to have free time just for themselves must be fucking loaded. And that all comes from the stories that we are told about hustling entrepreneurs who get what they want by giving up everything else to grind and make money. Holy shit. It is all connected. It is all a fucking thing, right? So at this point, I am considering myself to have one job. My job right now is to break free from the traditional narratives about entrepreneurship, work and productivity and build the life for myself that I want by being self-employed and building the things that are important to me into my life by allowing myself to reclaim time from each day or each week to focus on what I love and to understand that and to show people like the more effort or grind that you put into something does not mean that you are building more value for your clients or your business and I want people to give themselves permission to just slow down and be mindful and intentional and take the time that is theirs to do what they want with it. Not what everyone else seems to be telling us we should be doing in order to grow our businesses. So what does that have to do with the title of this episode? So authenticity, branding, and niching down. Well, I still don't have a well-thought-out brand, (laughs) but at this point, my strategy is to be as authentic as possible, as transparent as possible, to live the life that I want others to know is possible. And that means that like over the past week, I really have just been like considering it my job to just enjoy my life. That, I just, I don't understand I really don't understand how I've ended up in this position where this is a thing that I am like allowed to do, but I, th- it, it's helping people. It is helping people by showing them that they can do it. And that is, you know, my key thing is that I want people to know that that is possible. And I want people to be able to, like I've always said, breathe and focus on what they love. Maybe I do that by... Yeah, helping them with the systems and processes, that's a part of it, but also being more holistic in my approach and also showing people how I've learned to simplify my work and focus on what I love. So the closer I get to who I truly am and what I truly want to say, the closer I am to finding my niche and figuring out what my brand is and I have found that those moments where I'm just really honest and transparent, those are the moments that actually resonate with people and get me the engagement, get me the inquiries get the, you know, people telling me that they appreciate what I'm doing. And I've realized that the true value of what I offer is not in creating systems and processes. It's in helping, again, simplify their work in a more holistic way. So that includes the systems and processes. But more importantly, it includes addressing people's work habits and being mindful and being more intentional about how we spend our time in general. And so for that reason, I have shifted what I'm offering to people to include more of a coaching focus because I've learned that the actual mechanics of the thing are rarely what people need. Now I, (laughs) this is so funny to me that this is just clicking for me now with my work because I always knew this to be the case with the just, you know, going for being self-employed piece or or making things happen for yourself piece. I always knew what needed to happen in order for me to start my business, like mechanically and logistically. What I needed was for someone to address the shit that no one was talking about, the shifts that I needed to make internally in order to get myself to the place where I had the courage and I could actually take those steps. And I'm trying to help others get there by sharing my story, letting people know that they are not alone and give them a real picture of what it's like. So why am I surprised that the actual mechanics of the systems and processes are not the full issue? the applications and the programs that people need, like when we talk about systems and processes, they are out there for you to buy. They have been created for you already. You do not need me to create them for you. Some people need help with like the research and understanding what's best for their business and implementing them. And I get that. And I am there for that. I love that shit, but. All the people really need to do is download them and set them up. And there's a reason that they're not. And it is deeper than I ever thought that it was, which is why I am including more of a coaching and habit focus in my offerings now, because I no longer believe that just creating the system or the process is going to truly help people. And also the mechanics of simplifying your work and your schedule are also readily available, but most people don't do it. And I think that it's partly because it's really fucking hard to do it on your own. I think it's really hard to hold yourself accountable to that and to keep those commitments to yourself that like, you know, I deserve to invest some time right now into just getting time back for myself, even if it doesn't directly make me more money. Um, I also think that people just need some direction and some support and Yeah, so like all of this is just becoming so clear to me now because of the fact that I've experienced it for myself. And most importantly, people need to know that it is okay for them to invest time in themselves and what they value, not just into their business, not just into being more productive all the time. And that is what I want to offer through my podcast, through my Instagram, through my service offerings. So I am here to declare that my official mission in all things that I do are fucking related. Yes. They are all related and it is all about helping people create the lives that they want for themselves through entrepreneurship, whether it be people who just need to hear stories about what it is actually like to go out on your own or people who already have a business who need a reminder that they don't, that they didn't start working for themselves just so that they could fucking work all day. Like I started working for myself because I wanted freedom. And I wanted choice. And I think a lot of other people do that too. They think that they can, if they work for themselves, they're going to have that freedom and the ability to choose. And in my case, or and in many cases, most cases, I think that people need some support in achieving that. And from this point forward, that is what I am considering to be my role. Oh my gosh. It feels so good. It has just clicked for me. (laughs) And, you know, like as I do this podcast, I just am constantly thinking about all of the people who want to go out there and go for what they want so that they can have the lives that they want. And I've been so focused on how to get people to, how to get people the information that they need to feel like they're not alone and, you know, potentially help them shift into starting. And I never realized that really, I want to keep going with that and I want to help people create the lives for themselves that they want through entrepreneurship even once they have started. Once they're already entrepreneurs because a lot of people start their businesses and they think that they're going to have that and they don't allow it for themselves. And we need to. We all need to. We all need to understand that we are deserving of that and shift that narrative and normalize the idea of you know, doing what you, what you enjoy and not just being fucking productive all the time. Fuck. So that's it. That's it. I'm, I'm niching down and I am creating my brand by just being the most authentic me that I can possibly be and giving myself permission to just keep pivoting as I need to to get closer and closer to what I think will truly help people as they try to create those lives that they want for themselves through entrepreneurship. (sighs) I also wanted to mention, you guys, that the program that I am in that I have talked about a bunch of times with Tiffany Hahn, she is running the next session of that starting in October. I signed up for it again which I was not expecting to do. And at this point, I'm just like, I don't know what I would do without it because it just, it pushed me forward in such an enormous way. When I started that program, I was um, working at Banana Republic. So... Here I am now, and I know that I wouldn't have done it without it. So if you are interested in more information on that, I always put Tiffany Han's information in my show notes because I reference her so much. You can follow the link, and um, that will bring you to her website, and you can learn more about it. I also think that I'm going to do in a, a whole episode just on my experience in that program. So keep an eye out for that. And if you do join, we will be classmates, and it will be fun. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Again, if you enjoy the show, go ahead and um, leave me a review and a rating on iTunes. I would so appreciate it and know that I appreciate you being here and I hope that this helps. And if you have any questions, anything that you want to say, please just like follow me on Instagram and send me a DM or go to my website and send me a contact form. I would really love to hear from you. All right, thanks.